0: All right, guys, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we've got a jam-packed episode filled with many, many subjects. A huge emerald, valuable stones, NASA rocks, and even more coming up in just a second. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at Radical Rocks. There were fossils minerals and rocks and things. There were sand and hills and rings. All right, guys, man, like I told you, we have a jam-packed episode today. Uh, incredible emerald finds, some 7,525 carats. That's massive. Um, we're going to talk about being between a rock and a hard place. Uh, the jade uh, industry is really suffering. There's some bad stuff going on there. We're going to talk about a huge quartz crystal. A brand new animal that was, uh, not brand new, but a brand new fossil of an animal found in Utah. A stone that uh, can help you get rid of your hangover, apparently. Also, we're going to talk about finding onyx and jasper at uh, the Sierra Peleon. Also, glassy rocks in Chile. Where did they come from? What does it mean? Lightning strikes twice and a rhino. And so much more, guys. We've got a ton of rock news, gemstone news to get into. My dogs are barking like crazy tonight, so I apologize for that. But I want to thank everybody for going to RadicalRocks.com, scrolling down the bottom, joining up on our social media, looking at our YouTube videos, signing up, subscribing for that, and sharing. As you know, we're trying to get the word out there, doing the education, and all that good stuff. So, without any further ado let's get into it. Um, first thing that I see here is November. That is the month for the birthstones of topaz and citrine. So if you were born in November, these are a couple of the gemstones that you might want to have. Um, citrine, of course, can be a yellow to a orangish color. I kind of prefer it more of a orangish, but the lemon yellow is uh, also quite collectible. and then all the different hues of turquoise. I'm not sure if one color is preferred over over the other, but uh, when it comes to topaz, I do favor the blue topaz, but there are other colors. As well, that can be had. If you want to find out more about this, you can go to luxurylondon.co.uk and check out an article that was written by Annabelle Harrison on those birthstones. Next, guys, uh, let's talk about how do you get rid of that hangover? Well, you could use the ancient hangover prevention ring that was just recently found in Israel at lifescience.com. Uh, Mindy Wessenberg, wrote about this ring it is a gold ring uh, set with a semi-precious stone that looks like an amethyst they think it is an amethyst it was found in Israel it's over a thousand years old and they say it was worn to ward off hangovers it was found in an area of Israel uh, dated from the Byzantine times around 330 AD to 1453 AD where a giant wine factory once dominated the landscape so of course you'd need to have this ring around because you know they want you to drink a lot of wine right so you can find out all about this if you want to find out um it goes into amethyst being one of the biblical stones and that there's several different stones that uh are found and and cherished in this area they've got some interesting pictures of some pottery here where the ring was found in this jar warehouse where they actually were storing this wine, probably, and uh, all of those type of things. Pretty cool. It was buried during the 7th century. Gold rings set in amethyst were popular among the Roman elites. So uh, this didn't just belong to anybody. Could have been lost uh, during a real good drinking spree of some ancient Roman elites. Now, a fossil was found, Uh, They think it's 300 million years old. It's a full skeleton of Utah that has been found, and you can read about this in WSVN.com, and it's by CNN, written on the 6th. And they are reporting here on this wonderful finding here at the Canyonlands National Park in Utah. They think it's one of the first ones of its kind. It couldn't be that huge because they carried it out in just a few backpacks they're able to unearth it in about a half a day and pack it out but they're pretty excited because this little pteropod here uh, they believe is an egg laying uh, anatole anatonite which is a land living vertebrae that lays eggs they feel it's a whole different variety altogether. so they're very exciting they'll be very excited, rather. They'll be studying this thing for over a year at least, and we'll probably hear a dozen different stories about this moving forward. Now, in Rock and Gym News, there was a huge piece of quartz. Uh, it weighed 80 kilograms and it also was worth over $100,000. In the Daily Mail at dailymail.co.uk, um, the article was written by uh, Brett Lackey. And uh, he talks about this wonderful stone that was originally discovered in uh, a New England area. Uh, and it is quite beautiful. There's a picture of it here. It's a very dark. Looks like it has two terminated points. Uh, New England Police District has established the crime scene at the area. It's in uh, Australia, actually, uh, is where it was. And somebody broke in and stole this. It's a small town that was once a a mining town in the 1840s and then boomed again in the 1870s. But uh, there's only about a 1,000 people that live there. In a town called, I guess it's Tehinga. It's T-I-N-G-H-A. And um, they are looking for that. Maybe someone will have a uh, a reward or something. So... (laughs) people are commenting saying someone probably put it in their garden <laughs> yeah i doubt that that's a hundred thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze at all right next um lithium we hear a lot about lithium in america we have a huge one of the biggest lithium mines in all of the united states it is facing some opposition here um Cater Bolster wrote the article, which can be found at InsideClimateNews.org. It seems that clean energy and uh, people who want to protect the land, um, you know, and keep things green on the land are butting heads with each other. Clean energy wants the lithium, and unfortunately, uh, for United States and uh, any other country that may not want to be dependent on China, most of this comes from China. And this area up in the uh, north central, pretty much central part of Nevada, uh, is a huge geographical area that covers some—I believe it was seventeen thousand miles. Surprisingly, uh, they feel they have like a 42-year supply there. I don't know what they're basing that off of, but with the new demands, if that holds true, then that would be a pretty impressive um, stash of lithium. Um, They call it white gold lithium. That's what they call it now because it's so valuable. It has to be processed with, um, I believe it was cyanide or um, a, a type of acid, So it's not, you know, it's not real friendly. Okay, here it is. It takes, uh, they got a 46-year lifespan. It's 17,933 acres of open pit mining with sulfuric acid plant to process the lithium. So, yeah, that doesn't go over too well with people. They're not really too happy about all of that kind of stuff. So, um, looks like other countries will have to... um, use those techniques to get the lithium and sell that to um, the countries that don't want to mine it at a premium next article of information that I have to share with you is about the the Marimar jade traders, this is where the majority of all the jade comes from in the Burino Bulletin an independent newspaper um you can find that at B-O-R-N-E-O-B-U-L-L-E-T-I-N dot com dot B-N. And the article there talks about how this is the biggest source of jade in all the world. This is a um, an Asian country neighboring China. And uh, they've been selling it there for years and years. There's a huge Bud- uh, Buddhist shrine that is just encrusted... With much of this gem there, and unfortunately, you know there's soldiers there. This is an area of um, uh, where there's military and civil war and things like that has been for a long time. The Buddhists have been um, kind of fighting against uh, losing their religious culture and things like that from from uh, the Chinese. So some people are even being shot at for uh, trying to sell this, and there's some violent resistance against these generals who uh, appear here and um, want to control this trading business. He says, "If you, this is what they, what they said. They says, if you continue doing your trading business, we strongly warn you, your lives are in danger. Read one notice posted." By Generation Z Power, a local dissident group, days before the market reopened, a bomb exploded in the market a week after traders returned, and there was no casualties, but the group promised to set off more bombs if people continue trading there. So, really, a lot going on there. Even with all this going, apparently, um, the jade production is down. And um, the prices have not really risen. I guess people are probably thinking twice about buying this jade right now. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people's livelihoods who depend on it, so it's really sad. Now, there's six gemstones that are expected to raise in value. TheStatesman.com, you can read about this. Um, It's a British news service, and they talk about what they are. A lot of these are ones that we hit on before, so... I'll just go over what they feel is the six ones expected to rise. Of course, Pink Diamonds, pretty expensive. Rubies, Sapphires, um, Emeralds, and Tanzanite. Those are the ones. Blue Tourmaline also, or also called Indicolite. Uh, Very beautiful. I love Tourmaline. Actually, it's so hard. It wears so good. Um, And there's other rare... um, Uh, tourmalines, too, that are valuable just as well. So the more specialized you get in the gemstone, um, the more it is. Now, here is something that will probably blow your mind. How about you're digging, and you dig up an emerald, and this baby is 7,525 carats. This is a monster. Uh, They call it chim... chip... Chipimbela, meaning rhino, um, and this is was prospected and dug up in Zambia in the Emerald Mine at Zambia, which, when it's translated, it's known as the the lion. Now, previous to this big seven thousand whopper, there was a uh, six thousand two hundred and twenty-five carat uh, that was also found, but this one is much bigger and then in 2010 a 5,655 one um, was dug up and these are massive gemstones that are dug up by a mining company that is in a partnership with the Zambian government for the Industrial Development Corporation this giant one was discovered by a geologist uh, two of them Manas ben Banner G., and Richard Kalpeltia, leader of this team that discovered them. When they found it, no doubt, they were speechless. The name uh, means it looks like a giant rhino horn. So that's what the name means that they named it, this uh, Chimpimbella. And I'm probably not saying that right. But they said that uh, they don't think that they will encounter too many more gemstones in this category. These are very rare indeed. And uh, it will be something... It's quite beautiful. They have a picture of it here. They've got it kind of lit up. It is a beautiful, beautiful green. And um, they will um, nano-tag this thing so that uh, they will be able to identify it and keep it safe with a DNA type of a tag. I don't know how that works, but apparently it really ensures the gym um, will be owned by the person who owns it. It will be very genuine. Now next we talked about all this uh, glass, these strange glassy rocks. They feel that these rocks that are in Chile um, have been there for twelve thousand years. And we've probably talked about this. They believe it came from a massive comet explosion. You go to space.com, and Megan Bartels wrote it about five days ago. She's got pictures of the landscape here where they are. This dark silica glass seen against the desert in northern Chile. Um, you would um, see it and, and, and kind of scratch your head. The reason why do they think it comes from a comet Well, because of the shape of the rocks. Um, These rocks are uh, twisted and look much like meteorites. They say it also, the glass contains minerals that are generally only found in meteorites. So um, that's how they tie it together. And there is uh, 47 miles that are covered with these dark, glassy, silica minerals that are actually cut quite clumpy and look kind of like like a meteorite you know they don't look like pieces of glass per se so you can check that out if you want um, hopefully this doesn't close now did you know that lightning can strike twice not very often but in the San Diego Union Tribune.com, the Ramona rockhound discovers lightning can strike twice. Now, I've been in Ramona, uh, up and down those hills quite a bit. used to ride my motorcycle over in those areas quite a bit as a kid before it got all built up. Um, Dirt bikes and stuff like that. This rock was found on Spangler Peak. Uh, There's a 12-inch scorch mark where it was struck by lightning. And what it is, is these folks have found another rock in the same area. The odds of finding a rock that was struck by lightning are extremely rare. So if you see a rock and it has a hole in it, this one is bigger than a hand. I, I imagine somebody could put their head in this hole. Um, if you see rock that looks like it's been kind of exploded or burnt, this could be a lightning strike. And this is what they found here. This Ramona resident, uh, Joe Cahak, C-A-H-A-K, 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 C-A-H-A-K is picking up some interesting farms uh, or excuse me <laughs> interesting finds rather he hikes all over and uh, he found a lightning strike on Spanger Peak and a little bit later uh, he's found some more so um, he has a Facebook group called Ramona Rocks and Minerals and he can explain to you in greater detail what it looks like there's something different that looks about the rock. There's a pit in the rock. It appears like it's blasted out. The holes can appear scorched. Usually, pits at the tops or sides of the rock. And because of the heat and pressure generated by the lightning, rocks that have been hit usually crack throughout. Lightning strikes heat. Uh, strikes heat the rock so fast that it explodes the surface and leaves a crater with cracks all around it. Is what he said here, and they've quoted him. So he goes up there after the thunderstorms and looks for them. And um, they're out there, so you can go look at them. They're big rocks. Nobody's moved them, so you can still see them. One rock had a 12-inch hole. Another had a 3-inch diameter hole from the lightning strike. Pretty cool. Um, Check it out and see if that isn't something you're interested. Okay. Okay. What else have I got for you guys? Today was a busy, busy day, so I'm kind of wore out. I apologize for that. We've got the discovery of a new and unique rhino that lived in Morocco millions of years ago. You can look that up at swordstoday.ie. And uh, Jake Pearson has a beautiful picture of this rhino that has this incredibly huge rhino horn on top of his head. Definitely, if I was going to imagine what a dinosaur rhino looked like, this fits the bill. Um, This horn is massive compared to its head. Um, It was written about uh, and dated October 19th. This extinct rhino lived in Morocco millions of years ago, they feel. And um, let's see what else they have about it. They have the excavation site of the first uh, ancient rhino. This one is a unique type, new and unique, an ancient form of rhino that belongs to a particular group called the Erozora and uh, single name. Uh, and it is also, they found an ancient elephant there. They have found giraffes and deers, an ancient horse Uh, Unlike donkeys and horses and three-toed legs, they found a crocodile, um, large land tortoise, and other types of animals here. Let's see if they give some more detail on this rhino because this is the new find here. And I'm not seeing too much. I haven't mowed through this article a ton, but if you want to find out more about this rhino with a huge, huge horn... From Morocco, you can look that up and enjoy it. Now NASA, they're at it again. Uh, they've grabbed the rocks, their first Martian rocks. We know they drilled and took some samples and did some tests. Um, they have completed the drilling and it is in the compartment. It is ready uh, when it will be sent back for Earth, but we will not see this until um, 2000, and I think it was 31. Because I did look up... Yes, it will not make it back to Earth until 2031, but it is still a historical milestone. They feel that these are volcanic rocks. Um, We've talked about them. They're very unusual. They have salts and things like that. You can look this up at sciencenewsforstudents.org. Lisa Grossman wrote that on November 1st, and you can find out all about it. One more really cool story to tell you about, guys. A field trip by the um, oh the rock hounding club, the searchers, which are out in Anaheim, California, but very educational newsletters. Um, they have great shows. They do great rock collecting trips. They had one in October at Sierra Peleon and they went to a claim and the vicinity. Um, and they looked all over the, acre- the acres and acres of land there. They had a campsite out on Clay Mine Road over by the Ariel Acres. They dug the claim all morning looking for this gorgeous banded travertine onyx. And they also found combinations of red, black, gold, and other colors Um So they were able to go on to a claim there. They had permission. They went to the Borax Visitor Center, the Borax area there, where they used to mine Borax. They still do. And um, they saw a movie. They went to the Visitor Center. They saw the mule team, um, all sorts of things. They had mineral piles that the company actually left for them in the parking lot to look at. So they found some nice showy pieces of um, ulexite, uh Kernite, Colemanite, and then they went down Geppert Road for green and other colored jaspers and blue agate. Now that's pretty cool blue agate. Um they had uh, dinner over there. They found extensive red, yellow, and other colored jaspers. They saw a desert iguana. There's a picture of them in the newsletter here, quite beautiful. Um and then they made their their way over to the Haystack Butte area and looked at the Stargate sculpture. Um, they went and looked uh, at this store, uh, Doug's I guess it's called. He had all kinds of jaspers, agates, fossilized palm, and other things. So they'll definitely be going for that trip again. So you'll want to hook up with the searchers in Anaheim if you want to search out this exciting area also next month they will be going on november um, 13th and 14th that's this weekend to acton canyon which i've been to many times wonderful collecting spot all sorts of jaspers and agates and a few fossils can be found there mostly marine types but uh, really a great spot to go you want to check that out guys that's about all i got for you thank you for coming to radicalrocks.com Thank you for signing up for all of our local media, especially our Facebook, and liking and subscribing. You can now comment on the podcast, so we, um, we'd sure love to hear from you. Guys, until next time, remember, rock hounds don't die, they petrify.